everybody and welcome to the fusion underground i am your co-host jason moret and with me as always is the beautiful the lovely the awesome the intelligent the spectacular dr manuel ramirez how are we doing brother holy shit i'm doing good (laughs) i'm drinking wine and i don't know how to pronounce the label name because it has too few vowels in it too few vowels in it yeah it's like gergrich or something like that like <laughs> g-r-g-t-c-h i'm like i need to buy a freaking vowel i don't know how to, to buy a vowel it. wheel of so, fortune i am doing well brother how are you i'm good i'm good well dr ramirez has asked me to intro our show tonight so i'm more than happy to do that so welcome everybody to episode number 60 of the fusion underground So here at the Fusion Underground, we try to make sense of the world by having principled discussions about such topics as entertainment, current events, politics, and culture. Our mission is to educate people to become critical thinkers so that they can live happier and more empowered lives. So that being said, how are we going to bomb that mission tonight? I don't know. We're going to find some way to do it. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to find some way to like just screw all that up right well i have to say before we do anything else i am happy to be back together again me too and i think our listeners are too maybe not no (laughs) (laughs) that needs to be seen i can guarantee you one thing if nothing else Mm. lucy and i both Mm. talked about it listening to ourselves do a solo episode of this show is just not the same no at all it's not it's not it's not only is it not the same listening to it it's not the same doing it it's just not the same prepping for it it's just it's not the same all the way around it's we talked about this if we did a show solo it has to be a completely different show because it's not fusion underground it's not this show yeah and I don't want to do this, but without you, bro. No. Yeah. Same here. I'm not doing, uh, I don't want to do it without you. So, and like I said, anybody who actually listens to us on a regular basis, yeah, they don't want us doing it solo either. <laughs> Just winning those people over one by one. I'm telling right? you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. One at a time. One every month or so. so, so. <laughs> So what is our so what is our topic for today? So we were we were kicking this around here a little yeah, bit, yeah. but I think uh, we're gonna dive into the idea and actually discuss what is domestic terrorism. What is domestic terrorism? Mm-hmm. 
So we want to define it. We want to talk about that and all that kind of good stuff. I do. And I'd like to relate it to some things going on right now, because I think we're seeing domestic terrorism in our midst and we're refusing to call it for what it is. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. All right. So what are, your, right. what are, what are your ideas? Let's jump into this. Let's, let's okay. jump. And we're just going to jump, jump right, right both feet. And bam. Yeah. Well, as always, as you've taught me, if we're mm. going to discuss a topic, we need to actually define it. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. So here in my formerly nicotine stained <laughs> fingers, as they were, <clears throat> I have a de definition of domestic terrorism right from the FBI website. The definition is violent criminal acts committed by individuals and or groups to further ideological goals mm -hmm. stemming from domestic influences, such as those of a political, religious, social, racial, or environmental nature, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. That's the definition that the FBI uses to identify domestic terrorism or domestic terrorists in our midst. Now, you know, there's there's something here that really irritates me about the FBI's own definition of of domestic terrorism. And that is I think it was the the new the latest the most recent or whatever whatever you want to call it uh, head of the FBI actually classified Antifa said that Antifa was an ideology not an organization and therefore Antifa was not or is not a domestic terrorist group, organization or organization, group, whatever. Right. But according to the FBI's own website, their definition is about those violent or criminal acts committed by individuals or groups who are inspired Correct. by or associated with designated terrorist organizations or nations. Um, so it's so even the fact that the that the head of our FBI came out and said, no, they're not. Antifa is not a domestic terrorist organization. Yeah, they even fit your own definition of of domestic terrorism. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm looking at some of this kind of stuff. This, they, They've got these definitions out here. I mean, in this, it took me three seconds to pull this off the website. It's right there. You're actually going to classify the term domestic terrorism based on these criteria and then when we, the American public, anybody with half a brain actually notices what's happening and says, hey, these people who are committing these acts to further an ideological goal for those of a political, social, or racial motivation or nature, that fits the exact description that you have listed for everybody, and yet you're going to turn around and say, well, no, they don't really exist. Right. But you know what? That's the FBI's definition. And yeah, because we like to define terms before we get into this. I also want to read from the, the actual um, code of federal regulations. Okay. Because 18 U.S. Code Section 2331 they define international terrorism. They also define domestic terrorism. Under subsection five, the term domestic terrorism means activities that A, 
involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. B, appear to be intended to, part one, to intimidate or coerce a civilian population. Two, to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. Or three, to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping and C, occur primarily within the territorial jurisdiction of the United States. Now, before yeah. we get into each one of these, because I think I think you and I are going to have to look at each individual one of these A, B, C, D, and E. Are these um, hmm. and or are they or clauses? They are, they are or clauses. So that means if any one of these five mm -hmm. are true, mm -hmm. then the above fits the description of what is considered domestic terrorism. Is that yes, correct? That is correct. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm not being facetious. I'm being very well, deliberate. And, and let me, yeah. And let me just qualify that for just a moment. Um, part a or subpart a here says involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. So just like if you commit murder, for example, that's obviously not going to fall under domestic terrorism. You still have to do, you have to do that and intimidate or coerce, influence the policy of a government or affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination or kidnapping. So you have to do the dangerous act to human life and one of those other things that I just mentioned. Okay. All right. No. And that's important because honestly, not every murderer out there is a considered a domestic terrorist. Right. So, correct. All right. So, subsection A says what? Repeat that one again. It says involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. Okay. So, violent acts. Violent you cannot acts. be a terrorist if you're not committing violent acts or threatening violence. This is something right. else that that I think that we're we've missed a lot. In order to be to con to engage in terrorism. You have to put other people in a place where they are afraid or cause terror. I know right. that's really hard for people to grasp, but come along with me for a little bit. We're going to get there. You have to cause fear in others. Right. Now, and, and it's not just violent acts necessarily. It's just acts that are dangerous to human life. Mm -hmm. So they, they might still not be entirely violent per se um you just have to be performing an act that is dangerous or perceived to be dangerous to human life and, and so people might be like well what do you mean well this is i think this is where we start getting into those those ideas of well a riot where you're just destroying whether it's public property or private property um you're lighting fires we had we had Antifa in Portland last year attempt to set fire on the federal courthouse in downtown Portland, Oregon, with people blockaded inside of it. Yes. They literally tried to set the building, the exterior of the building, on fire, knowing full damn well that there were people, that there were civilians, workers, and everything that were still inside the building. That is an act dangerous to human life. Very much so. Absolutely. And, <coughs> excuse me, and yet 
we're told consistently, continuously, over and over and over again that Antifa are not considered domestic terrorists. And yet we have the actual FBI director, as you stated earlier, come out and say, this is not a terrorist organization. Because it's not an organization. It's just people who are adhering to an ideology. Well, what the hell is an organization but a bunch of people adhering to an ideology? Right. That's exactly what it is. Um, Interestingly enough, I did a little exercise today. Have you ever looked up Antifa in Wikipedia? I have not. This is actually quite interesting to see the wordplay that happens on there. Well, there's a lot of references to some of the things you and I are even alluding to right now. Well, to hell with alluding to. We're we're outright saying. Yeah. Antifa is absolutely a domestic terrorist organization. It's a terrorist organization. And yet, even on... The Wikipedia site, it mentions that these are conspiracy theories, that everyone who is saying that is actually Trump supporters. Um, And this is supposed to be one of our, I guess, reliable sources of information out there. Now, I say that in jest because everybody knows Wikipedia is just garbage. But if you read Wikipedia and turn on the news... I'm telling you right now, that stuff lines up almost verbatim. So if if we right now as a society actually take something as, as silly as Wikipedia and discredit it, how are we going to actually put any faith in, and trust in our media organizations that literally read the damn definitions right off the freaking website? there have been there have been video of antifa and blm members a few months ago Mm -hmm. in i think it was washington dc and i know new york city another one where people were seated outside trying to just have dinner and antifa and blm come marching along and they disrupt the dinner they're standing literally inches away from the customers of the restaurant and they're screaming and yelling at them. Now, why would they be doing that? Why are they screaming and yelling at all of the patrons? Well, to me, it seems very obvious that they're trying to intimidate a civilian population. Correct. And that's, you only need to do one Mm -hmm. and you have to be really damn careful because if you tried to do that, in a state like Arizona or a state like Texas, you might actually get shot in the process. Right, exactly. Well, and and look at the fear that these two organizations, and I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm looping another organization in prematurely, so we'll stay focused on the one right now. But look at just the riots that happened, and and not even where they happened, but in other parts of the country. How many people, how many innocent civilians sat there in awe and legitimate terror that this could happen right where they were sitting in their own living room, in their backyard? I mean, do I talk to you. I'm up here in, in little Podung Town Flagstaff, right? Yeah. There, the chance of a riot breaking out down here where it's going to affect me are probably not big. Probably next to none. Yet, there was... 
a riot right down here on Fourth Street. Really? Not far from where really? I live. That's fantastic. Who rioted? Um, it was actually a BLM protest. Mm-hmm. Now, do so they you were think... all what? I know the population of Flagstaff. They're all white people up there. And yes, yes, absolutely were. Now, do you think for a minute that that didn't that my wife was not afraid of that, or that I wasn't? I would have been a little freaked oh, out yeah. over that. I was. You don't know what those people are going to do, and it's mob no mentality at that point. Absolutely, mobs are notorious for not keeping good sense about them. Right. And isn't that the excuse that we heard about all the protests that happened this last year? Yeah. That it was mostly peaceful, and yet there were just some crazy people that got there and things got out of hand. Right. They don't represent the whole organization. It's interesting mm-hmm. how when they're defending the ideology of the group, Antifa, or even BLM, they're an organization. When it comes to actually defending those acts with the FBI, now they're not an organization, they're an ideology. Did you, have you seen? Okay. Oh my God. All right. Oh, cool. Okay, go. <laughs> so we had a year of riots and Antifa and BLM burning cities to the ground. Look at Portland. Portland is a shithole. If you live in Portland, you need to recognize that your city is a shithole because of the rioters and everything that have been rampaging in your downtown area for the last year and a half. The only way to fix a problem is to recognize that you have a problem and your city is a shithole because of them. Okay, but I digress. Then we had the January 6th insurrection, as the media is calling it, where a handful of people broke through into into, uh, the Capitol building. Video has actually now been released that the first people to break into the white into the uh, the Capitol building were actually members of Antifa. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. But nobody wants to talk about that. And now the FBI, a few weeks ago, they made an arrest for somebody who was at the at that protest. Now keep in mind, remember, they actually called upon civ- uh, civilians to report their neighbors who went to that to that Capitol protest. Okay. So they, the FBI made an arrest. And when they made the arrest, they made public that they found a Lego set in the suspect's home of the Capitol building. It was either the Capitol building or the White House. So that was, that was ridiculousness <laughs> number one. Ridiculous number two is something that I just saw today. So there are actually prosecutors who are now prosecuting in court some of the folks that they've arrested, some of the guys that they arrested down there on January 6th. And one of the pieces of evidence that the lawyers put forth in this trial to prove that this person standing trial is a terrorist, they took it from his phone. And it was a picture of the dude cosplaying as a gladiator. I'm not hitting you. They held up, they literally submitted as evidence to the court a picture of this dude, a fat white guy in a gladiator costume doing his best Russell Crowe impersonation. And they, and side by side, they pulled the picture, the same picture of the costume that they got off the internet 
from the company that manufactures that costume. It's a Halloween costume. Now, apparently this is, this is terrorist evidence because allegedly he wore, or that picture of him in the gladiator outfit was taken on January 6th. I think they're trying to say that he wore that to the Capitol building. So, so yeah. Wait, wait a minute. This, because... is, this is evidence. <laughs> this, our FBI so, is crap right now. Because some fat white dude was out at the Capitol yeah. building wearing a Marcus Aurelius costume because yes. he was. How the with, hell with, is that terrorism? With flip flops. He was wearing flip flops. Because <laughs> the, uh, the costume didn't come with sandals. <laughs> Wait, I think if the guy tried to run, one, he's a fat dude. Two, he's wearing flip flops. He's not running very fast or very far. The only thing, buddy, he's terrorizing is the guy at McDonald's who's holding up his yes. cheeseburger. That is it. <laughs> he's pounding those. those. Well, yeah. No. So, <laughs> interestingly enough, on, on this same uh, FBI site, did you know that they actually have a running tab of all the terrorist news? No. Yep. So, all, all news... Uh, feeds in regards to terrorism actually appear on the terrorist news or terrorism news thread and as of the end of mass month there were multiple arrests made all on the terrorism news thread do you know what most actually looks like all but two of them were hmm. arrests in regard oh. to people uh -oh. implicated uh -oh. In the January 6th Capitol breach. Of course, because, because remember, right now we've got people in the media and in politics saying that January was 6th, January was 6th, I can't even speak. It's the Cabernet Sauvignon. It's the wine. It's the wine. <laughs> Look, and I'm even drinking out of our glasses. Our fusion underground wine tumbler. Yes, yep. yes. Yep. Wine tumbler, my ass. This is a wine <laughs> glass, motherfucker. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Behave yourself. <laughs> but people are trying to say, people on the left are now trying to say that January 6th was worse than 9-11. Well, yes, they have to. They have to because they have to focus the outrage. I mean, think about what happened on 9-11. You had an entire country of citizens ready to literally put on their boots and go out and shove it up the ass of whoever was responsible for it. Mm -hmm. you have an entire half of the government right now trying to get the american public to rally behind their use of power their strong arm and go put the boot up the ass of their neighbor who uh, voted in a manner they didn't agree with mm -hmm. you have now, got to create a common enemy and right now the common enemy that they are trying to create are conservative people do you remember when the teachers unions and everything Forced their way into the Wisconsin state capitol. Yes, I, remember. I do remember that. I remember Absolutely. they camped out. They literally slept there for like two or three days inside the rotunda of the capitol building. Hundreds of people did, and yet that was a peaceful gathering. They forced their way into the into the Wisconsin sure. capitol building. Was mm -hmm. that an insurrection against the state of Wisconsin? 
I mean, I don't agree with these people's actions. I don't agree with the people who no. broke into the Capitol building. I'm not saying that. I don't think they should. We never have announced that from the from the day from right. from the get go. If they've if they broke a law, I don't know what law is. I, have you seen our federal register? It's gigantic. If there's a law in the books that they violated, well, then they should probably be held responsible for it. Absolutely. Um, but come on, that doesn't compare to 9-11. No, not even close. It's not the darkest day in our republic since the Civil War or whatever the hell that Joe Biden said. I, yeah. Well, and the American people know that. Everyone friggin' knows that. But again, they are actually, and I say they, the American uh, public right now is, is being backed into a corner where they feel that they are being terrorized and they are mm -hmm. they absolutely are antifa black lives matter these are terrorist organizations the biggest problem with the two of them right now the reason that they are not squashed is they have the absolute backing and support financial support yeah of people in our own government right now keep in mind that kamala harris remember kamala harris last year she was advertising and encouraging and setting up funds off a of GoFundMe or whatever the hell it was to bail out Antifa and BLM members right. who were being arrested around the country. Right. This you know, is if, our, our vice president of the United States. Yes. If you go onto the Black Lives Matter, look at their donations page. You can see who's donated and you can actually see where, these where that money is actually going to. And these are going to senators and governors and representatives and people in our government that money is filtering in you can find it if you think for one minute that this is stands alone you got another thing coming so <clears throat> we have a po you and i started a conversation about how we can be friends with leftists how is that even possible anymore remember that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how that's possible <clears throat> I struggle with that. I really honestly, I, I really honestly struggle with that. I do. I, I can empathize with, with your frustration and your plight a hundred percent. When you are out in the world, mm -hmm. a great part of what makes you a, the person you are, are the people you associate with mm -hmm. and what you buy into and what you give your money to. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a reason when we call you call it buying into an idea because you have literally bought what that person is selling mm -hmm. and you're invested in it. And when you invest yourself into something, you become a part of it and it becomes a part of you. There are a very, very, very large percentage of our leftist leaning population and government representatives who have bought into domestic terrorism and are using it as a cudgel against the American people. And I'm not saying anything that it's unfortunately, this should be shocking, but it's not. Everybody that's out there in the sound of my voice, I know you know what I'm talking about. People are afraid. And this is absolutely pushing a political, religious, social ideology by force on the American people.
And yep. we are we are running out of time and ability to stand up against it. You know, one of the things that really bothers me is I just saw one today, as a matter of fact, on Twitter. Um, we had some boneheaded politician that was made made some kind of comment about Antifa stands for anti-fascists. So if you're against Antifa, you must therefore be a fascist. <laughs> and I thought, do you even know what the DPRK stands for, for crying out loud? No. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. There's no, no, they don't. No, I know that. They can't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's what, what is so hard for me is the logic of these people is so astoundingly bad. I don't even know where to begin. I, I, I just, I don't even know where to begin. The, you know, the scariest part about the whole thing for me is that I believe that 90% of the public hears that and says, well, that makes sense. Well, and this, this goes back to, yeah, you know, but this goes back to a lot of things. We've talked about this numerous times on our show. We've talked about the, the terribleness of, um, of ideologies. And when you hear that kernel, that small kernel that resides at the heart of any ideology, it sounds absolutely plausible. Sure. You think about it and you're like, I could agree with that. Because what, what resides at the heart of the Antifa ideology? It is nothing more than we were anti-fascist. Who could disagree with that? Right. Right. How can you, how can you disagree with being an anti-fascist? Right. <clears throat> Unless you're a fascist. Well, you must Unless be a fascist. fascist. Right. Absolutely. It sounds like only the Sith deal in absolutes, right? Our right. old Star Wars reference. <laughs> you know, so it's very easy for people to say, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I disagree with fascism. I think fascism is bad. And that's where they hook you. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that everything else that goes along with that ideology, that as you start adding on all of the extra layers, that things go off the rails. And then you start, and then if you look if you look at the actions of Antifa and you compare them to the actual actions of fascists in history, they're identical. Correct. They, Antifa uses the same strategies and tactics that fascists have used for decades. The, the only difference is, and keep in mind, an, the Antifa was initially started back in, in the, the early 30s in Germany. Yeah, in Germany. Yeah. In um, anti-fascist, uh, action, I, if I oh, remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Sorry, some crazy um, German. They were like yeah. militant, mm -hmm. communists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me say that again: militant communists. Right. I they think. were communist soldiers, militia, and 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 warriors who absolutely used military tactics to ins to instill terror and gain ground and influence. 
remember all military operations are to gain more power and land and influence mm -hmm. all of them no matter in which way they're even currently that is the goal of all military operations so if you're going to gain ground and influence and seize power which again ground or land and influence means power you have to get the masses of people afraid to fight you and therefore join you look around the country american people are afraid to fight and they are acquiescing to join and these people are gaining power and i'm not talking about antifa i'm not talking about blm because they are arms of the freaking leftist ideology right now that is sweeping our country like a damn plague well people are afraid of them they have antifa yes. has successfully intimidated people from speaking out against them they've been successful in that and and that that Yep. <laughs> you know, we've rendered you speechless again. <laughs> it, you know, I, I feel like we're holding like we're, we're trying to hold up this gigantic map that says to get from this point to this point, you follow this line and it's drawn right there, but it's already drawn and we're just holding it up going. Look at it. It's Look right it. there. <laughs> just, just open your eyes. <laughs> and I, oh. I see it. And I, I feel like the dad trying to teach his son or daughter to drive. And they're headed right for, you know, a wall or an embankment. And, oh. and really slowly. But you're like, um, you, do, you see, do, you, do you see that up ahead? You can, you can, you can turn. You left can turn or right, left, pick left, pick right, hit the brakes, <laughs> stop, now. reverse, do something. <laughs> hey, are you looking in front of you? There's literally nothing else out here but that one P. Are you and you hit it? I don't, I, yeah. I don't freaking believe it. I don't understand. How did I, how did you, you could have, there's no way you could not miss that if you just did anything, right? And you can't call him an idiot, even though that's the, that's what you're thinking about. What your kids or the they're yeah. the idiots that keep going along with all this Both. crap? Both. <laughs> oh no, I can yes. call people idiots all day long if we go along with this. We have to course correct. Otherwise, we will hit the embankment. I don't think we will course correct. I think I, I think the vast majority of Americans are pleasantly happy tuning out antifa and letting them burn cities down i honestly believe that i mean look at california i thought california i thought california was going to turn around when the, their taxes went up and then i thought california was going to turn around when they exacerbated their own drought by refusing to collect water and then i thought California was going to turn around when when California start in, started instituting uh, rolling blackouts and the brownouts or whatever the hell they called them. And then I started and then I thought, well, California is surely going to wake up now that there are people literally shitting on sidewalks. There yeah. are software developers 
who have created applications that track all the shit in the San Francisco. In San Francisco, yes. And then I thought Californians were going to wake up when California said, no, it's not illegal to actually steal from stores if you can prove that you are destitute and you need the items. Oh, yeah, they did that. Mm-hmm. And now people are just stealing in broad daylight. CVS or Walgreens had to close like several of their stores in Walgreens, downtown San yeah. Francisco because yeah. they couldn't keep them open. They're losing too much money. So they closed the stores down. Well, and I heard about this. Um, what was it? It had to be a, I think it was a Target mm-hmm. out somewhere out east, actually. Um, who adopted the same, maybe it was in California, but adopted the same idea that they were, um, you could steal basically as long as you were poor, I guess. Now, nobody's stopping anybody to ask them for their poor card um, or their proof of income. Right. So, and you can't do that. So it's just open, it's fair game. It's open season for anybody. Right. And And they actually had the audacity I just couldn't believe it. They had, they had the audacity to come out and blame Target, which I am no fan of, and I am not a defender of, so that is not the issue here for me. But sure. they had the balls to blame Target because it took a vital resource away from black neighborhoods, which they fought so hard to attain. And it meant so much to that community. Well, you turn around and you literally shit in your own backyard. Obviously, it didn't need that mean that much to you. And now right. you're without it and it's it's Target's fault? Are you freaking kidding me? Wake up, people. Well, and now we have we have Antifa and BLM who have come out in support of the communist regime in Cuba. Yes, I heard about this. Yeah. They have a country that hasn't had an actual election, let alone a legitimate one in, was it 30 years now? I mean, it's, it's insanity. You've got a country that is in such bad shape that people are literally getting in cars with rafts and kids blow up to or toys strapped to the bottom of it to try and make a 90 mile trek across the ocean how desperate does someone have to be to try and do that let alone with family members to try and flee from there saying it would be better to die being eaten alive by sharks in the water or drowned than to stay here And you're going to come out and say that those people are wrong and that you support the government that is actually keeping them oppressed? Oh, no, wait a minute. Then you're going to turn around and blame the United States for the state of that country, which I also heard that it's our fault. How terribly pathetic. Let's be fair here. Let's analyze it from the other side. I will try. Because because there are people in government. There are people in our journalistic institutions 
there are people all over this country on the left who say that white supremacists are a big problem. And, and these same people call white supremacists a terror organization. Now, would somebody please explain to me where all these white supremacists are? Now, I know the left is able to use the term white supremacy and white supremacists sort of carte blanche. Because remember, anything that a white person does or says is racist. Anything. Right. The air right. is racist. Uh, water is racist. Remember, we've talked about this on this show. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs are racist. It doesn't matter. Everything is racist <laughs> in this country. It, does, it right. just doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. So everything is racist and everything is perpetuated by white people. And so because they're allowed to say these things, because nobody calls them on their shit. Mm-hmm. One of yes. our very first episodes we had, we got banned because we got flagged on YouTube because we happened to play a clip from Joe Rogan that says, if you say stupid, crazy shit, you should get called out on your crazy, stupid shit. Right. But nobody calls out these people for their crazy, stupid shit. So they get away with it. They're allowed to talk about white supremacy yep. and white supremacists. But where are they? All 12 I mean, of them across the country. The only the only <laughs> white supremacist groups that I'm aware of are the KKK and skinheads. Yes. Where the hell have the KKK and the skinheads been over the last several years? Nowhere. Now, I okay, okay. I think it's very important for us to to uh, what state for the record for posterity that neither Dr. Manuel Ramirez nor oh. myself, Jason Moret, in any way support white supremacy. No, no we're we denounce. <laughs> I did that. No, we're gonna do the stupidity dance here real quick. Yeah, we okay? have to give the, the yeah. disclaimer. I, I, apparently, we're in a world yeah. of disclaimers now. I can't watch Fantasia without getting a fucking disclaimer before it. <laughs> so you know what? We're doing our disclaimer. <clears throat> uh, for the record, those of us here at the Fusion Underground, now and in perpetuity, will do and will always denounce pub or white supremacy in all shapes and forms Absolutely. in which it would exist. Absolutely. Now, that being said, white supremacy is not a freaking problem in this country right now. And, and if it is, if it is, point to it. Show like, me where it's at. Literally point. Show to me white. where white supremacists are burning down cities. Show right. me where they're overtaking schools. Show right. me where they're, I don't care. Show me that there were white supremacists that actually freaking stormed the damn Capitol building. If you want to call that a terrorist attack worse than 9-11 and that white supremacy was behind it show it to me but i don't see it and nobody right. else does either and you're gonna sit there and tell me that the fbi director comes out and says the greatest threat to our freaking nation right now is white supremacy from where right i don't see it and, and, and I'm not saying I'm purposely blind to it. I want to, I want anybody to say, well, Manuel, it's right here. Look, because I'm pointing to Portland, Oregon, for example, and saying, look at the Antifa BLM. I'm pointing to Seattle and what was it up on Capitol Hill uh, in downtown Seattle, or whatever the hell it's called, the, the chop zone or whatever the hell. I can't even remember what it was called now. I don't remember either. Um, where they, they blocked off, they, they seceded from the United States of America. I mean, not really, but they tried, you know, they said right, they were, right. I, um, you know, I mean, they were burning down St. Louis. 
for crying out loud. They've been riding in, in Atlanta. They rioted here in, um, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, and when I say they, I'm talking about BLM and Antifa. I have well, yet to see any white supremacists rioting. And you can't point to January 6th. You can try. You can try. Mm-hmm. You can try to point to January 6th, but it barely classified as a riot. Well, and even if you want, okay, so let's take BLM and Antifa and white and the KKK and the skinheads and whoever, I don't care, pick a group. Hell, take ISIS even, um, because we forgot all about them all of a sudden. But take the actual labels and names of the quote unquote organizations out, okay? Let's just take that out. Let's talk about what we are actually seeing. Where is the violence? Where is the destruction? At what point is violence, destruction, and legitimate terrorism okay? Now, that's a general question for everyone out there. Because I would hope the answer it is, it is not okay. Those are not okay. And if they're not, then the perpetrators of those acts need to be held accountable and punished. I don't care who's doing it. And neither should anyone else. But what we're being told is violence and terrorist activity is okay as long as you have a BLM or an Antifa flag or you have a a Joe Biden bumper sticker or whatever it is. We're being told that's okay. Because it's, we hate Trump, conservatives are the enemy, down with capitalism, white people are demons. Mm -hmm. How do those things factor into that at all? And if we have to stand up to say something, (laughs) otherwise we will be like Cuba and the people there, and we will have lost any rights to be able to say anything and that reality is coming very very soon you know our media is a lot has a lot to has a lot to um be responsible here oh huge they um well last year they were they they had written articles saying that if you're protesting if you're protesting racism, if you're part of Antifa, BLM, whatever, and you're out there burning your city down, those are perfectly acceptable forms of gathering that were not risking a COVID mass outbreak event. You remember that? I sure as hell do. We've talked a lot about COVID on this, on this mm-hmm. show, because, well, quite frankly, all of the information around COVID has been absolutely stupid and contradictory to itself all the time. Mm-hmm coming from the so-called experts. But remember, there were countless articles saying that and politicians that were saying, if you're protesting, it's okay. You're not endangering anybody. But heaven forbid, if you get on a train and go visit grandma, you were a grandma killer. Right. And now a year, fast forward a year later, you've you've got protests, massive, massive protests happening in Cuba. And what is the media reporting on? massive spread event a massive outbreak event is possible and there's the the media is so stacked against people gathering in 
Cuba to protest communism and socialism because they're tired of it. They're literally starving in the streets and they want to be able to eat. They want to be free again. And yet our media is now criticizing those people by saying they're, they're, it's, a, it's an, a mass outbreak event that waiting to happen. And how dare they, you know, how selfish of them to get together and right. protest. Right. Government. And they are using, and I touched on this tool, this mechanism a little bit last week for anybody that had the ability to stomach through it because it was me by myself. Apologies again. But they're using fear tactics to try and influence us here that we should be afraid of COVID. We should be afraid of this outbreak event. And so therefore we should denounce any kind of uprising in Cuba and those people. It's disgusting and it's deplorable. Who uses fear? We've talked, we started this episode talking about who uses fear to further ideological goals stemming from domestic influences such as those of political, religious, social, racial, or environmental nature. That is the definition of domestic terrorism. And our left-leaning government officials, mm -hmm. by throwing their lot in with these terrorist organizations, have they themselves promoted domestic terrorism. <laughs> so if we're not on um, the airwaves anymore after this week, you know, <laughs> that's why we're no longer on YouTube, right? <laughs> uh, shit. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, tell you're me not I'm wrong. wrong. You're you're not wrong, and you know we need people. We, we again, we need people who are willing to stand up and just say enough of the bullshit. I'm calling you out on your bullshit. I'm calling you out on your stupid ideas. You know, and and I blame a lot of these, a lot of this on on young people. You know, you got these young people out there that are that are protesting, and they're calling for socialism and communism because they think that that's awesome, and they're they're painting themselves up and creating homemade shields to protect themselves from pellet guns and everything by the police with, uh, you know, with uh, hammer and sickles on them from the Soviet Union. And they're out there talking about, well, our ideas are good ideas. No, they're not good ideas. Your ideas are bullshit. Your ideas are crap. Your ideas are garbage. We have, we have over a hundred years of history to look back on. Your ideas aren't new. No. Your ideas have been tried in countless countries around the globe. And they're shit. <laughs> they're absolute shit. They've been tried in North Vietnam, in China, in Cuba, in Venezuela. They've been tried in the Congo. They've been tried all over the place. They've been tried. And yes, they've actually been tried in Italy and, and Germany during World War II. They've been tried in the Soviet Union. They've been tried all over the place. And they suck. I, I am always amazed and amused at how many people really do think that communism and socialism are hip new ideas that are going to change the world. And, and <laughs> this has been tried a hundred thousand times before and it's never worked. And the answer is always the same. Well, yeah, but they just didn't do it right. Right. I'm like, well, <laughs> right. They didn't, they didn't do it correctly. 
Well, here's the, here's the problem with the leftist ideology. They, they, they think on individualistic terms. Yes. They, they think, well, as an individual, I would do this if I, if I lived in that kind of society. This is how I would behave. Okay, great. That's how you would behave. But guess what? That's not how society behaves. Correct. There's a difference between how the individual acts versus how a group of people act. And there's also a, there's also a difference between how you act as an individual and how I'm going to act as an individual. And people yes. always seek out ways that benefit themselves. And that's one thing that leftists don't understand. They create these ideologies and they think, well, this is wonderful. If only people came together to do this. Well, guess what? I get paid to get people to talk to each other about a project and they can't even do that. Right. Well, and, and I love, you know, the idea that it, people are normal thinking rational individuals by themselves when they're alone. Anytime you get a crowd, somebody starts something and, and normal rational people act stupid in a crowd. You've heard that. I mean, we've, we've seen examples. So you've got all these people are saying that, yes, people are going to be rational, normal thinking individuals as they are individually, privately. And then when they get into a crowd, they're shocked and surprised that something changes. Hell, they, they couldn't even do a quote unquote peaceful protest. They had nine months to try it. And all they did was burn everything down around them. Yeah. That's exhibit a, I mean, what the hell? You know, what, what a lot of times these people don't realize is, you know, the, these people, these leftists, they're very anti-capitalist, or at least they, they want to be. They want to be in theory. They want to be very anti-capitalist, even though their whole lives are because are, are, are just exist a, because of the, the glories yeah, of they, capitalism. <laughs> they have completely benefited from capitalism. What they fail to realize is under socialist regimes, people people act in their own best interest, right. but people also act in their best interest under capitalism. And capitalism as a, as a system uses the, that natural human nature to harness, it harnesses that human nature to actually do things that are beneficial to society. Well, the whole idea of supply and demand centers around this idea if there is a need for something whether it's a product a process a procedure a platform whatever if there's a need for it somebody will create it and then you know what that does other people will go out and create it something just like it and then all of a sudden now you have more and more people creating other versions of the exact same product trying to fill that need because there there's money to be made there Right. And when you have more competition in any field around any product around anything, the consumer always wins always yes. because always. they get the best of the best for the best price they can get it. And what's because even better, those comp companies have to compete for your business. And what's even better is if I don't want to participate, I don't have to. You don't have to. That's exactly right. So <laughs> if you have no competitor and you can sell, I mean, you and I talked before about these devices, the phones mm -hmm. here, right? Mm -hmm. If I only have one type of phone that I can buy and you, Dr. Ramirez, you make the phone. 
are you going to work really hard to give me the very best you can? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm sure you will. No, you're going to give me whatever piece of shit falls off the assembly line and you're going to charge me whatever the hell you want for it because I can't go get it anywhere else. And I have well, no I, other options. If I'm running a monopoly, then yeah, I want to. But you know what? A monopoly is unsustaining because right. somebody's going to find a better way to make that. To make in that a capitalist in a capitalist system, environment. Yes, I'm talking right. about the the alternative. Right. Yeah. If you if you absolutely have no com competition in the market, you get the shittiest thing that somebody can produce, and they will charge you whatever you want for it. And you have somebody else telling you you have no choice but you have to buy it. We should actually talk about that sometime. We should do a whole episode on why monopolies are government imposed. Okay. That's a good topic. That'd be good. That would be good. But we can't do that soon. No, we have other because stuff coming up. We, we got other stuff coming up. So we'll have to do that one for, for way later. For later on. Okay. Well, I said my piece. I got on a damn soapbox. You know, there is something, though, that you, you did say. I, I'm sorry. I have to come oh, back ahead, to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you said you were upset about the youth of today buying into all this garbage. You're not wrong. They are. Yeah. I can't. I can't be mad at them in entirety. Because the youth today don't know any better. This is all they've been taught. This is all they know is what's being thrown at them. This is our fault for allowing this. And if we don't correct that in our youth and educate them, we'll be extinct. And that ideology and those mental and that mentality is all that will exist. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? Dr. Ramirez? <laughs> no. We had really? we had a wonderful uh wonderful soapbox then. That was that was a lot of fun. That was fun. <clears throat> And scary and sad all at the same time. And scary. <laughs> I think the bottom line is call people out on their stupid on their on their stupid shit. Even us. Hell yeah. We don't we don't claim to have all the answers. You can call us out on our stupid shit. We can take it. We can handle it. I'm down. I'm I'm totally down. Remember, contact at fusionunderground.net. That's how you reach us. Contact at fusionunderground.net. You can also find us on Facebook. AZ Fusion Underground, we're there too. You can leave us all kinds of nasty comments on there if you'd like. I don't delete anything. Cool. Yeah. No? no? Yeah. Throw us a comment on, on Facebook about how ridiculous and, and uh, absurd we are for oh, saying yeah. that these are terrorist organizations. Yeah. Um, I, did, I don't think we didn't have to dig very deep, or at least I didn't. To have to be able to to link these to actual terrorist definitions, it's hell. It's off the FBI website. And again, I really want to know where all these white supremacists are, not because I want to defend them. No. Um, on the contrary, if we're going to say that white supremacy is a problem in this country, then we should be able to point to a problem that exists in our country, rather than just saying white supremacy is a problem. Sure. Well. 
you know, I can say that, um, you know, cholesterol is a problem, but unless I offer proof and evidence that it is a problem, nobody's going to listen to me. So I'm, I, we're saying Antifa and BLM are a problem. They're a problem for our Republic. They're a problem for freedom. Yes. They're probably for capitalism. They're, they're a problem for all of that. Um, and we're pointing to it. Mm -hmm. And if, if people want to say, well, what about these people over here? Aren't they a problem? Um, I'm more than happy to look at anybody and, and, and analyze their actions. And if they are a problem, I'm happy to say they are a problem. But right now, I don't know where that problem resides. And it's certainly not in, not in the Trump supporters that <laughs> of January 6th, crying out loud. <laughs> I, yes. I, I cannot, I can't believe we're in a place where you can be considered public enemy because of who you voted for. That oh, is yeah. so absolutely absurd. Oh yeah. I know. I know it's ridiculous. There it's are absurd. people, there are people that I know who have literally called me a terrorist simply because, and I'm talking about personally, mm -hmm. people that I know personally have called me a terrorist, have called me a misogynist, have called me a womanizer for simply voting for Donald Trump. That's cute. Just for voting for him. I'm like you're not even serious. You're not even you're not even having a serious debate right now. No. You're not even trying to be a serious person. You're just being stupid and you're spouting a bunch of bullshit <laughs> and get out of my house. That's all I got to say. Get out of my house. Just, just, just go away. Just fuck away. I'm sorry. Um just because <laughs> I I couldn't get behind a doddering old man that can't find his shoes with a map and a flashlight does right. not mean that I'm a terrorist or a white right. supremacist. Exactly. It's and you know, I don't go out. I don't go out in public and sure. throw my my political beliefs in people's faces. I remain very quiet about what I what I think and, and you know what I believe in terms of politics and economics. I don't go out there and you know, and I don't have a Trump 2020 2024 sticker on my car. You know, I, I don't have any stickers on my car. <laughs> Hell, most people they just see my name and they assume that I'm I'm a liberal because I'm Hispanic. Well, yeah. And so they immediately think, well, you must be a liberal. Well, little do they know. Isn't that the rule? That's the rule. Well, yeah. So well, you can't blame them. Because That's we're the we're, you know, his, as Hispanics, we are incapable of thinking for ourselves. You know, yes. that, right? As are according right. to the Democratic Party, as are blacks. Black people, as are blacks, yeah. Blacks, they, 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 they vote Democrat because that's because right. they're black. They have but, to. But remember, we cannot have voter ID because that discriminates against minorities. But we can still require all of those same minorities to carry a COVID passport. Yes, I'm just saying. One is racist. One is not. Right. One has everything to do with what the Democrats want, and everything to that everything that the Democrats don't want. So just remember that. Absolutely. Stupid. Noted. Absolutely stupid. Yep. We live in, we live in a stupid timeline. We, yes, we, we do. We, we, <laughs> yes, we absolutely do. <laughs> God, I, my head. I grew up saying I should have been born 30, 40 uh, years earlier, but right? um, you know, 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, brother. All right. Well, thanks for listening, all you damn fools. <laughs> I love you very much. Yeah, we're glad you uh, stuck through it. Hopefully, so, we'll see you next week. Otherwise, yeah, it's been real. <laughs> yeah. If you're a leftist and you're offended by this, well, I'm not sorry. Yeah. No. So suck it up, buttercup. I've been Get offended by it. you for this long. You can be offended by me for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. For Jason Moret, I'm Manuel Ramirez. You've been listening to the Fusion Underground. Peace. Have a good night.